Nina and Michael returned after their prayer and meditation session with Daniel. Nina's vacuous smile reflected acceptance and inner peace. Michael felt anything but. Candace sat with Henry, praying. Three hours later, Michael grasped Henry's hand and then looked up into the child's anguished face. I can't stand this any more. He's dying. Can't you see that? Nina shook her head. No. Daniel says the Lord will heal if we just let him, if we're strong and if we believe. Michael sat by Henry's bed. He placed his head on the clean white sheets and sobbed. Nina rose. Be a man, Michael. Stop embarrassing me. Where is your faith? Michael looked up. I've had enough. We have to get him to a doctor before it's too late. I'm not going through this again. As Michael gathered the sheets to lift and move Henry, Nina cried, What are you doing? I'm taking him to the hospital and no one's going to interfere. Stop him. Tell him, Candace, he knows not what he does. Keep out of my way, both of you. Damned if I'll sit by and watch my son die, he shouted, tears streaming from his eyes. He lifted the feather-like boy from the bed and headed for the door. Daniel and two elders entered and blocked his path. Daniel towered over the smaller man. Please reflect on what you're doing, Michael. If you won't consider your own eternal soul, at least show some concern for your sons. Come with us and pray. The Lord will provide. Michael hesitated for only a moment. He fixed his gaze on Daniel and took a deep breath. Let us pass. I'm taking my son to the hospital before it's too late. This is not our way, my son, Daniel said with a soft, calm, but firm voice, a tight smile fixed on his face. Seized with sudden strength, Michael replied, This may not be your way, but it's mine. Step aside. Daniel smiled again, maintained his composure, and turned to the two men at his side. He is confused. He has lost his way. He troubled his own house. Take the child. One man grabbed Michael and restrained him, while the other wrenched Henry's thin body from his father's hands. They returned Henry to his bed, while Michael struggled to get loose, but failed. He sobbed as they dragged his thrashing body toward the door. Michael stretched his hands against the threshold. If anything happens to my son, you'll pay, you son of a bitch! Daniel smiled as he caressed Henry's limp body. He's safe now, Nina. Let us pray. They prayed at the bedside well into the late evening. At times, other followers joined them until they had fourteen to twenty members praying in unison. The room, warmed by body heat, reeked with the stench of disease and human perspiration. The walls echoed with song and prayer. By midnight, only Candace and Nina remained with Henry. Henry had not moved in hours. The metallic bed springs squeaked and rattled, startling them. Henry's body had suddenly arched backward with his neck and back rigidly extended. Candace rushed to the bedside, fearing the worst. Henry's body eased from the tonic extension and convulsed violently and rhythmically. The seizure contorted his face. Spasms spread from his face to both upper extremities, now jerking uncontrollably. Blood-tinged white foam bubbled up through Henry's lips and nose. A violent seizure threw Henry's head backward. His eyes rolled upward, leaving only the whites visible. Candace forced a folded washcloth between Henry's teeth while both women fought the tiny body as it screamed its outrage. Three minutes later, the seizure suddenly ended. Both women studied Henry's now peaceful form with relief until Candace noticed that the boy's deep respirations had stopped. When Candace placed Henry's small, lifeless hands between hers, 
she knew it was over. Still holding Henry's hands, Candace turned to face Nina's blank stare. Candace watched Nina. She won't or can't comprehend what had happened. What's wrong, Candace? Why are you looking at me that way? Candace left Henry and moved toward Nina. She knelt before Nina, holding her hands. Have strength, my sister. The Lord... Nina threw Candace's hands away and moved to the bed where she lifted the lifeless body to her breasts. The low moan sprung from somewhere in her soul's depth. The slow, no, 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 rose in crescendo as she shrieked, lowered her boy's body back into bed, and sank to the floor. It can't be! Not my baby! Not again! It can't be! He wasn't that sick! She screamed and sobbed. Suddenly Nina went still, and then limp, as her head fell backwards and she descended into merciful darkness.